that's my goal is to play the audience and then draw the audience into the song and then explain the little nuance to why it's it's not bad give them a shot and you don't have to follow all 10 bands but maybe one of these bands you're gonna really like and that's what we're hoping for all that and more on today's soul-searching episode of the complete sentences podcast guys we're going live now um thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the complete sentences podcast my name is rocky and my oh my what a great show we have for you today i'm i'm super excited um one of my i guess you could say best friends that i've met through the podcasting community is going to be on the show jason from the unsigned countdown if you guys haven't checked out their show i highly recommend it they basically give a platform for a bunch of unsigned bands and then they uh, rate the music so you get to uh, judge different songs and hear things that you haven't heard before probably so it's really cool Um, but yeah he's going to come on a little bit later in the show we're going to talk about music and bands and podcasting and all kinds of nerdy bullshit so if you're into that kind of stuff hang out and if not hang out anyways because we we would love to have you listen to our uh, conversation here it's gonna be really cool to be honest with you guys, I really don't have a lot planned out here. Um, I'm actually in Florida right now. I'm in a hotel room facing the ocean, so um, it's pretty overwhelming. But yeah, we just kind of put this this trip together all of a sudden and drove straight through from St. Louis to Florida. So I'm a little, I guess you could say, jet lagged. I literally did not sleep. I've been up for at least 24 hours at this point. But that's why I'm happy that I have Jason on the show, because if any of you know him from his podcast, he's definitely a talker. I'm not going to really have to do a, a lot of stimulation with my brain. I'm just going to kind of get to sit back and uh, yes or no with this guy. So it's going to be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. Not a ton of stuff planned. We're just going to let this one go. And um yeah, one other thing I want to get to before we get the show started. For anyone out there who has not yet checked out our Amazon uh, store, please do so. It's uh, If you go to Amazon.com forward slash shops forward slash complete sentences, um, there you'll find a bunch of really obscure um, VHS tapes, DVDs, records, books, pretty much anything that, um, you know, nerdy collectors and and uh also really cool collectors you know like myself (laughs) um are into so yeah get on there i we here at csp we go around to a whole bunch of different shops and uh really spend a lot of time looking for for shit that's 
that's kind of rare and obscure. So we do the legwork for your collection. Just come on over and uh, give us a shot. Um, also, for anybody that, that is a listener, whatever you buy from the shop, we, we throw in Complete Sentences podcast stickers. So if you live in Delaware, we obviously can't go to your local record store and drop off stickers like we do all over the St. Louis area. But uh, if you want to get a sticker and put it on your trapper keeper or whatever, uh, whatever you kids are doing now, order a order a tape or a DVD from us, and we'll throw you guys in some stickers for free because that's how we do it, man. Got to pay it forward, okay? Oh man, I'm tired. I do not recommend driving straight through anywhere really cross country. That is just a uh, I can't really form sentences I found. My eyes feel like they're burning. Just, you know, and then the funny thing is, okay, so we left at 1030 at night here in St. Louis. We drive through. We get to um, about the southern tip of Tennessee around, I guess, 330, 4 o'clock. By that time, the time changes, so we lose another hour. Um, and then we drove straight through to Daytona Beach. And we get to Daytona Beach at like 2 p.m. And at that point, it's like, hey, fuck, we're at the beach, you know, so we can't go right to bed. So that's that's kind of where we're at right now. I went out and I stood in the ocean for a while and uh, got knocked over by a couple waves, kind of wake me up. I came back into my room and now I'm going to talk to my good buddy, Jason. And I'm also connecting with my my friends out there that that might listen to this show. And I'm in Florida, you know. It just seems like, you know, being in Florida, I got to record a podcast because I'm in Florida right now. It seems like it's like a super special on the road episode of CSP. But really, to you listening, you don't give a shit. It sounds like I'm still at home in my uh, studio. So just let you guys know I'm in Florida. It's a really special, special episode. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, um, the CSP Amazon store, check it out. Follow us on Twitter at Ty and Rocky K. And, man, come on, guys, like us on Facebook, too, because we are materialistic, and that's what we care about is likes, because we can turn likes into material possessions at some point. I think that's how it works. But uh, Facebook.com backslash Complete Sentence Podcast. Okay, guys, let's get on to this interview. Jason's going to come on and wake me up a little bit here. He's going to talk my ear off, and it's going to be great. I don't know where this is going to go. We have not planned as we, you know, we normally don't plan with any interviews anyways, but with this dude, I don't know where it's going to go. So super psyched to have him on, and shit, I'm going to take a quick break. Whenever I get back from this break, Jason will be here. So stick around, guys, please. As obesity sweeps the nation as the greatest health epidemic we have ever seen, this year alone obesity will claim the lives of 300,000 new AIDS victims. In the time it took you to hear this statistic, 10 more obese people will contract the AIDS virus. For a mere 36 cents a day, you can help prevent obesity before it claims another AIDS victim. And that was another piece of Everyday Wisdom with Kenny Manny Keller. All right, everybody. Hey, we're back on CSP. Um, we have a very special guest for this episode. We have Jason from the Unsigned Countdown. 
and he's also the sole proprietor of Jar Codes Productions. Jason, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Rocky. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're so very welcome. Thank you for calling in. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I know that I know that you you podcast just like we do, and we've been following each other's podcasts for a while. Um, we actually, I mean, that's that's what brought us together is the art of podcasting. You could say that's right. Podcast love. That's and that's the that's the best kind of love, really, in in the, my opinion. Totally. <laughs> but so. <laughs> You're you're actually what's I want to know what it's like because you've you've listened to CSP you you've heard you know you've heard it from the outside you're actually in CSP right now do you realize that like you're inside of it I feel it I feel it all around me it's like the air entering my lungs Does it I mean is it everything you expected it to be the first minute of being on CSP It's beautiful Yeah it is actually everything that I thought it would be and more It is it's very nice in here that's why uh that's why I never leave, really. <laughs> I miss Ty, though. I want to say hi to Ty because I miss him. We all miss Ty. Um, I guess it was about three weeks ago that he passed, and you know. Mm, we... <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> no, Ty's of course in Germany, but he's having a good time, man. Um, I don't know if you if you caught the last episode. He says that he's actually gonna start becoming a tour guide, so he's really like kicking ass over there like you know he's been living over there for about a year now and he's already guiding people around like tourists <laughs> that's i actually have it loaded up on the stitcher app that's where i follow you guys on and i have it set to uh so i can listen to it tomorrow morning when i do my dishes actually oh that's a perfect time to listen man it is because my hands are all wet i can't change the station i can't go to another show i'm all yours that's odd see that's what i love because most of the time people listen for a little bit and then they're like man this is fucking stupid and then they try to change it but if you're wearing slippery gloves that's going to be a task for you that's right complete sentences podcast the show you can do the dishes to <laughs> yes <laughs> well i've i've actually been on your show before and you have i i i have and i've i've had a great time dude you guys have a an amazing show going on and I wanted to actually sit down and ask you a couple of questions because I don't I don't think there's a lot of that going on. Sure. And you're going to be on next month. I am, and I'm looking forward to it. Or was I skipping ahead? No, I, I think it's next month, right? Yep, June 20th. All right. We're going to do a live feed event, and you're going to be joining us. Oh, it's going to be a live feed? Yep. Oh, man. Well, that's... That's uh, okay. I'm gonna want to ask you a couple questions about that, but sure. But first, let's let's get into the the small potatoes, if you will. Let's do it. All right. So, being a podcaster, I want to ask you what what made you want to start podcasting. Okay, I thought about this question, and uh, I've been dying for somebody to ask me this question. So, I'm one of those guys, you know, I have that scattered brain, and I come up with, like, all these ideas and excuses not to do them all the time. And then I thought to myself, I got to focus. I got to do something that matters in this world. So, I said, the next idea I have, I'm just going to stick to that. I'm going to focus on that. And then I downloaded the Stitcher Smart Radio app. And I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast. Yes. And I thought, I can do that. So I focused all my energy on that. And then it dawned on me, I can't talk for an hour. I'm just not that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Whenever you first realize that, man, that's that's pretty hard because you do listen to it, to like the Joe Rogan podcast and how easy it is. It sounds like it's, you know, they're just buddies just bullshitting, but you're so sucked into it. And then whenever you try talking with your friends, you're like, 
man, we we really don't have anything interesting to talk about. Yeah, not to mention the fact that my voice was horrible. Well, I think you have a very soothing voice, actually. Thank you. It took a year before I actually got on the radio. I would record myself. I downloaded an app, a podcasting app, and I would record myself and then listen and go, oh, that's horrible. Record myself, you know? (laughs) Wow, man. Because, you know, when you're nervous, you want to talk like that really fast and your voice gets higher and you start laughing uncontrollably because you're nervous. So it takes a lot of time to settle yourself down. And I I mean, honestly, I, I never even thought about doing something like that. Like, I don't I've never I've never liked the sound of my voice, even whenever I was playing in bands like I can't sing, but I was always the singer because I could play and sing at the same time. So that just right. kind of forces you in. Right. And I've always just cringed at the sound of my voice. But yeah, with well, with for top- a lot of for a lot of times I was taking a massive amount of drugs to avoid that. But yeah. now I've settled in and I'm drug free and I feel really good about it. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's awesome to hear. Thank you. Are you do you still drink? Do you drink a alcoholic beverage every, every now and then? I do. And occasionally on the show, I, I grab a Jack and Coke for the caffeine because it's a two and a half hour live feed, you know recording oh man but other than that i'm good we still have not crossed the frontier of a live feed that sounds so daunting and intimidating to me yeah it kind of is do you get like people that are that are like chatting to you while you're on yep we do we actually just had a band that uh we reviewed them and right after our review they said boy our your review was spot on we had 30 people sitting around a campfire listening to you guys, and you were great. Oh, shit. That's the kind of shit that you dream about, man, whenever you start a podcast. Yep. Wow. Well, I, Ty and I also, we were big fans of the Joe Rogan Experience and several other podcasts. We would just, like, geek out at work and talk, hey, man, did you listen about what Duncan Trussell said this week? And <laughs> I love Duncan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know... That was always something that we would do, and plus being Ster- like Howard Stern fanatic, that's that's totally me. Right, catch every episode. So we just uh, got a couple of shitty mics and just sat down and <laughs> tried to babble for a while. Man, it's tough. It is, and then to try and edit it afterwards is horrible. How embarrassing would you say your first your first episode was? Do you, do you find your first episode embarrassing? Oh, really embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah, it was just me and Tony, and I had the mic aimed at my Mac stereo speakers and then the GarageBand app open. So it was just, it was really tinny, and, oh, it was just bad because I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You live and learn, man. And yeah. same same with our with our beginning episodes. I mean, you can you can gradually hear the sound quality getting better by the time you're at, like, episode 52. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just this this last set of episodes, I really thought we captured what we've been going for. So that's really exciting to me. Yeah, dude, that's great. I I can't even listen back to my first episode just because we, you sound you feel like such a jackass. First of all, like that was yeah, that was. I was like, we're really like it's a great idea to have, but whenever you're actually gonna have to go to Guitar Center and get like a, a stupid mic stand for this, oh, we're gonna do a podcast, you know, and it's yep. just you feel so fake about it. That's right. That's the problem is that 
you you have to try and stay genuine because that's what fans listen to. But you feel fake, you know. Like I, be, right before we came on, I was like, "Hi, Rocky," <laughs> and trying to do my best radio voice. It just, I I practice. I walk around and I practice what I'm gonna say the first thirty seconds of the episode, and then when it comes time, that's about all I've practiced. So anything after that is just spontaneity. Spontaneity. And that's got to be that. That's really the best stuff, anyways, man. So. Yeah, but if you listen to Joe Rogan, what he says is if you go back on YouTube and watch his first podcast, it was literally just them on a MacBook or on a laptop. So everybody has their beginnings. It's just how far do they advance? And several of his also were just on an iPhone while they were on a plane. <laughs> I've heard some of those, right? So I know dude, they're they're hard listens, but you know it's it's cool to know that even even the top dogs start off at the very bottom. That's right. You got to start somewhere. It's just how far you travel. So that that also kind of that leads me into: Have you ever like encountered any type of negative podcasters that just kind of really rubbed you the wrong way, or just simply wanted to just you know start shit just because these you know they're. A lot of people are just unsure of their own podcasts, I feel. Um, I, I, I had one interview set up with another podcast, and it was in, in Australia. And um, it would be related to the three-quarter scoop podcast. Okay. <laughs> I won't say the actual name because it's a great podcast. It's, it's the Half Scoop podcast in Australia. Sure. It's really good, and they're really witty. And... He said, we should do, like, a, a little interview. And I said, five-minute interview, that's great. I'm ready. Whatever time, you're in Australia, so I'll I'll wake up at 1 in the morning. And he said, that's great. Uh, it's going to be 12 o'clock, midnight your time. And I said, good. And I was waiting, and he never, never hooked it up, never got it going. And that's about it. Wow, man, you've gotten pretty lucky then with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I think is amazing is I know that from following you, you and I are the mainstays now. We've I've watched podcasts begin the exact time I began and fail already and already move on to different formats or podcasts that I don't even hear anymore. You know, a lot of and also whenever you're following a podcast, they'll get to like the seventh or the 12th episode and then you just stop hearing from them altogether. They're just like moving on because I guess. I guess you you start the podcast and you're hoping, oh wow, we're gonna have legions of fans following us overnight. Yeah, and when that doesn't happen, you know they just I guess pack up and and move on to blogging or something like that. Yeah, you really have to do it for yourself and hope that. My hope was to help others in some way. I just didn't know. I I originally what I wanted to start doing was a public access show for my county. I figured I would just get all the bulletins, and then I would read them, and then that way at least my local county here would be listeners, right? And then I could walk around the streets and people would go, hey, look at that guy. We know him. Yay! He told us about the Knights of Columbus meeting. It, <laughs> but it just didn't. It, it took up a lot of energy, and it didn't really work. And then, so I told my friend Tony, I was like, I want to do a podcast about local events, because that just seems... There's enough information there that'll fill up the hour. And he said, well, why don't you consider local bands, you know, covering like local bands and events? And I was like, because I don't drive. 
<laughs> so that makes it really difficult to do. And he's like, well, what if I was the man on the street and I'd go to the shows and all that stuff? And I was like, well, that would be cool. We could nice. fill our fill our show up with content, like bands and music. That would be great, you know, and that's how it started. So me and Tony just started collecting. I started collecting songs, and then I asked him to just... I didn't know what order to put them in. I'm that guy that makes mixtapes, you know, uh-huh. and I'm always bringing them to the party and listen to my mixtape, a tape, <laughs> like you people know what a tape is. But we used to make mixtapes, and then we'd put little things in between, you know, and stuff like that. And then so I asked him, and uh, I made a Facebook page, Jar Codes, and then I said, does anybody want to just review songs? And then you guys all put them from 1 to 10, and then... I'll add up those numbers, and then I have a list on how to how to put them in order. And that way, it's not me just picking my favorite songs. And Tony Leonardi and Adam Gonzalez said, yeah, we'll do that, you know? And then that's how it started originally. Man, that's and that's awesome. And from somebody, like, I, I can totally appreciate, like, how much work you put into it because I, I'm sitting back and I'm seeing, you know, the things that you post and I'm, you know, going over your SoundCloud, and it's just like, geez, you guys are just—you're the hardest working men in show business, man. <laughs> well, the the idea with the podcast is really to stay fluid, because some comments you're gonna make, people are gonna like, and some they're not gonna like. With music, it's really tough because I heard somebody once say that if if you're not doing well with the podcast, dig deeper into a niche. So we, I started with every genre you know, rap to metal to industrial to folk. And then I looked at the comments that were coming up on the episodes, and most of them were metal. Most of them were commenting on the metal songs. And then I watched them drop off at the rap songs. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought to myself, well, I'll just dig deeper and do a niche. So, yeah, we're metal, you know. And now we're expanding out even further. I know you you heard the list that's coming up in June, and it... It's pretty far from metal, I think. Yeah, I've been going through sampling it. I haven't uh, listened to all of them, but I do still have until Monday to yep. uh, to complete that and, and get it out. So I'm going to definitely take some more time and listen a couple more times to some of the songs. But yeah, man, you guys are definitely kind of reaching out genre-wise. And, you know, I think it's so awesome how you can... I'm sure that you've helped so many indie bands at this point that are... And not only helped them, but like you know, kind of gave, kind of just like made them keep going because, oh, hey, cool that we started this band and now a podcast wants to interview us. Like, that is awesome. Yeah, we'll interview anybody. And we've featured 160 bands up to this point. Ah, oh, dude, that is so kick-ass. And we only promote the bands that we featured, so we're not looking to just go for that big band over there or or that, you know, that commercialized sponsor over there we don't really care about any of that it's only the bands and you know the people in our community like like you and uh hyped sound i interviewed the founder of hypedsound.com so it's it's stuff like that we just want to introduce people to the community and what a community it is man we're a we're a tight-knit community i feel like yeah i think so i mean in a in any other world would you have met Brent Underwood from Drayton Road from North Carolina and sat in on a, you know, on a podcast with him. No, dude, it's we're, we're living in future days at this point, I feel like it, it's it's amazing. I have. Uh, let's see. I have a partner in Sweden, Johan, 
Shout out to Johan. I have uh, Adam is in Washington. Tony's here in Chicago with me. And then uh, Jacob is in New Jersey. And then I just I just added a phenomenal mind. I don't know if you guys heard her in the last episodes. Go and check her out, Nicole. She uh, I actually made her a partner in Jar Codes, and she's been focusing me in a way you can't imagine, you know, because my brain is scattered. So I want to do everything and she'll, she'll look at what I'm doing and she'll say, Hey, you know, keep it simple. You know, I don't know what you're doing, (laughs) but you just, you just have to, you have to calm down. And and she really centers me really well and she gives great reviews. So shout out. I just, I'm really amazed at the people that I get and uh, you know, some of the bands I just, I interviewed Bradley, Bradley, what's his life? Bradley from Chant. I'll just call him Bradley from Chant. It's a band, and he just toured in Europe with Pigface and KMFDM. Okay. And I'm not a big KMFDM fan, but I know they're like punk industrial, and they have millions of followers. And, you know, he was a really great interview, and I, he's a real humble guy. And I just think to myself, that's what I like, you know? Yeah, and... If if somebody can just even though like they're touring Europe, they can still talk to a, a podcast and just be, just be nice. You know, that's I mean, why I don't understand why some people want to be dickheads to other people. You know, like <laughs> well, I mean, what do you get from that, man? You you get a sense of superiority. I guess so. Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. I don't I don't know, man. Yeah, um, but oh, oh well, before we move on, I wanted to ask you though how did how did you meet Nicole? Like, how did that come about? Uh, actually, Adam said he had a he had an intern at Elements Divide, and could she, you know, could she listen to the music and help him do his reviews? So, wow, what a great question! I got a email saying somebody was trying to access my Gmail account, my you know how we share the music over the drive there. Uh huh. And I said, "Who is this?" So I sent a very polite email back saying, "I don't know what you're trying to do, but stop it." <laughs> And then I searched the name, Punk Rockin' and and me, <laughs> and I found her on Instagram, and I saw her name, and then uh, most beautiful woman on the planet, by the way. And then I found her on Facebook because I found her name, and then I saw we had one friend in common, so I sent her a message, and I was like, "Could we talk?" And she's like, "Sure," but I don't deal with bullshit. And I was like, "Yeah, no problem." <laughs> wow, straight shooter. And we've been talking every day since, and she's been giving me advice. She's she's the metal chick, you know. I don't – I'm not the metal guy. I'm like the new metal. I like the punk. I like the alternative, you know, early 90s grunge maybe. But oh, yeah. as far as like thrash, black, metal, that's not me. That's the other guys. That's definitely not my scene either. I could definitely more relate to the genres that you're speaking of. Um, right. But – I, w- I also wanted to ask you, too, in the early days of the show, like whenever you were were putting out reviews for like hip hop and just any type of genre like you were talking about, were you also giving opinions like on on the hip hop songs? I mean, I wouldn't feel like I, I wouldn't know where to start because that's not my genre, you know, so w- actually, no, uh, I had four episodes called The Artist Outlet, and it was basically just featuring like uh I think it was like 15 what however many songs i could fit into you know garage band only goes up to an hour and six minutes so <laughs> however many songs i could fit in there and then just feature i just sent messages actually i didn't even 
send messages. I looked for downloadable songs on SoundCloud. There's a little arrow underneath the track, and you can download it. And then I would just download it and feature it and say, hey, we're featuring you. And they would be like, yay. <laughs> Whenever you're in a band, you don't give a shit as long as, I, hey, okay, yeah, awesome. Feature us, man. Here, put our Twitter out there, too, so people can listen to our music. Right. That's, that's exactly it. But I didn't really... See, I did. I wasn't really. I didn't know how to promote people properly, and I. It's a learning process. So a lot of those bands I've gone back to, and I've asked to feature them again properly. You know, that's and that's awesome too. Now that you can go back and actually know what you're doing, I know I gotta there. And there are so many things that Ty and I have talked about, like in episode three or something, where we were just talking into the MacBook, and <laughs> it just the sound quality was horrendous, but. There's no fucking way that you can go back and try to bring up those conversations as if you haven't talked about it before. Right. That's whenever we're talking and we're not recording and we start coming up with like some witty shit, it's like you're skating on thin ice because whenever one of us crack a joke that's just gold, we're like, oh, my God, we can't we can't say that now because we already said it. Like we can't go back and pretend yeah. like set it up again and pretend like Ty doesn't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're very, it's very true. It's all about the spontaneity. That's what people are listening to. And then to try and stay positive about a song that you don't like, that's really been the tough thing to try and figure out. I mean, we did two months of black metal and it almost killed us. It's seriously because nobody liked this. They were 20 minute songs that had no beat, no tempo. They were just really, really bad. And none of the crew liked them at all. So to try and talk about them was really tough. And that's when we decided to just, we had to readjust. We had to readjust our opinions and move forward, you know. And like whenever I was on the, on your podcast the last time, I mean, I, I, I said it then and it's the way that I feel like for me, a lot of whenever you start getting into black metal and things like that, everything just kind of goes together. And I feel like there's no differentiating one band from another band from another band. And the, you don't know what's a song and what's like, you know, what the next song is. It's everything just sounds the same, really. Right. It and totally I, does. And I'm a lyrics guy, man. Like, I got to get into the lyrics. That's my favorite part of music. And you can't fucking hear a word that they're saying because <laughs> they're <laughs> me, just screaming. Me too. And I, I pick songs because... I listen to about 50 to 100 songs a day, and I'm a, I'm a lyric guy, and I don't really listen to the music in the background. So I get these lists, and then I'm like, hey, guys, check this out, you know? And they're like, did you even listen to this? <laughs> <laughs> the music is horrible. And then I'll finally, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Bummer. <laughs> well, okay, so let me just drop this one on you real quick. You're not expecting this, but what is your favorite album of all time? My favorite album of all time. Yeah. Ooh, let me think about that. That's a, t that's a tough one, man. I just threw that one at you. I often ask myself, what is the most complete and best album of all time? And I would have to say Fleetwood Mac Rumors. That's a very good one. Is probably the most complete and best album of all time. Man, that's a super good answer. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I don't I don't even have an answer to be quite honest with you. I would go with a lot of the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters are probably my most complete favorite band. I think every song they make is perfect. And, and then I and then I would have to go with uh like Flood by They Might Be Giants. 
Every the, album is spectacular. Every song is spectacular on that album. That's actually one of theirs that I haven't checked out. I um, I have sort of a best of compilation of They Might Be Giants, which I'm sure a lot of those are probably on that album. But I've never sat and actually listened to that album all the way through. It's a great album. Man. What about yours? What's your favorite, best, most complete album? Oh, dude. See, I shouldn't have asked you that question. I should have I should have foreseen <laughs> this coming back at me. Right. <laughs> well, uh, my first record I ever bought was Pink Floyd The Wall. I bought it off Layaway. I bought it on Layaway at Kmart. That was the first album. The second one was Iron Maiden live at last. So, yeah. Okay. I'm just giving you time to think. I <laughs> know, and I appreciate that. It actually kind of worked a little bit there. Um, well, one of my personal favorites, and I don't, I mean, whenever you're talking favorite albums, I mean, obviously the music's good, everything's good, but it also brings you back to a certain point in your life. Sure. So, I mean, one of my, like, just favorite albums is probably Pinkerton, the the Weezer album. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's... They're another band that I don't, there's not a song they made that I don't like. Oh, yeah, they were, and that was actually the first CD that I bought, like, with my own money. I bought their, I bought Pinkerton with, you know, like, money that I made from Cutting the Lawn. That was the first first album I ever purchased. And what's amazing about them is they make you think you can make music. Oh, yeah, and they make you think that you can make badass music and that you can can rock without, you know, having, like, Gene Simmons face paint and playing an axe and, you know. Try and cover one of their songs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Well, my cover band in high school, like we we played a lot of Weezer shit. We played a lot of the simpler songs, but really, yeah, dude. Um, Rivers is an amazing guitarist, though. I couldn't touch those solos. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't. I couldn't match that. See, I'm the guy. I try and I try and cover a song, and that's uh, my band is called Rotten Teeth because I cannot cover a song. I can't sound like somebody, so I have to go the complete opposite. And like Chris Cornell, I thought. Like a stone, I could cover that easy. Not a chance, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's another great song too, man. That's a good that's a good name for a band, Rotten Teeth. Rotten Teeth. Well, it Rotten Teeth thing is the inability to cover a song the way it's supposed to be covered. Oh, I thought so, but that is the name of your band, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Okay. I made it because I made fun of so many bands, I thought at least they could make fun of me back, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of that, I saw that uh, you actually messaged me today, and I saw that Homo Eroticus changed their name, dude. I know, I'm so sad. That was, I, that was a that's a kick-ass name for a band. It is. I I thought it was really a standout name. I didn't think it really matched their music, but it gave that it gave their music sort of an edge. So what what is their new band name now? Can you can you say? Cloud with a a symbol after it. I don't know what the name of the symbol. It's the little star that sits above all the other symbols in the on the keyboard. Um, oh, an asterisk. Yep. Is it, it an asterisk? Yeah, it could be. I don't know. Yeah, the star, the little, yeah, the five point star. Yep. Yeah. So, it is it actually pronounced like that, or is it just a symbol? Yeah, they said it's cloud, and you don't have to put the symbol after it. But I think they're. Like their Facebook page is Cloud Cloud Noise. Facebook.com slash Cloud Cloud Noise. Wow. But see, I like that because they have, I, I think they have like 25 fans. So for me, it's really interesting. After we air them, 
it's always amazing to go back to those pages and see how many fans the band has afterwards, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. For sure. <laughs> I just, I, I like that. I, 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 I get joy out of promoting other people because then they get a sense of pride and I get a, I get a sense of pride out of it, you know? That's what inspired me on just with doing a podcast. I wanted to have a venue where I could just, if my friends got like, like, you know, we, we would promote Kenny's gigs whenever he's playing around the corner. Like, Hey, if you're listening to this and you happen to be right near where we're recording this right now, and you're not listening to it too late, Kenny's going to be playing his songs at this bar tonight at seven. <laughs> right. That's really cool. Right. Oh, and dude. then you see who shows up and some of them, are, some of them are listeners of your show. Yeah, that's, that's the best. And it, just coming off of what you said too, just giving something back. I, I never really thought like, Oh wow, we're going to be famous or this is what we want to do. We're going to make a ton of money. It was just, I'd like to just have people like gather together and just talk about, you know, all kinds of different shit, but we're all, together in on it yeah it's a little community there was uh there was uh, somebody called katie do you remember katie gets crabby uh, of course i do yeah is she still making podcasts see that's actually a really interesting question i actually was asking myself that as i was going i just saw on her facebook page like she posted something and i was like i'm gonna check out the katie gets crabby facebook page and i haven't seen anything new on it but I don't know, man. I don't know if she, she kind of quit. I know that she was having sort of a hardship, I think, about six months ago. I know she got into a, an accident. Okay. But I don't know if she if she has picked up the mic since then. But I used to love her show, too. Ty and I even, we, we were on her show, um, I would yeah, say. It's been about were. a year ago, I'd say. Yeah, that was a good time, man. They're good people over there. She was actually, She actually helped rank our second... Our second list in February of last year. She's a she's a really great girl, and she has great ideas. She wanted to get a a podcast, uh, like a group together to discuss and have a podcast of podcasters. And I thought, what a great idea! But her problem was she wanted she didn't want. I guess her producer wanted to keep everything on site. And had draw everybody to his site mm-hmm. instead of really like you and I are on Stitcher. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if I think I think you got on Stitcher because I mentioned that it was a good thing to do, you know? Yeah. And she was worried that they were going to take her derivative works and sell them and make money off of her stuff. And she wasn't going to make money. And I was I I didn't have any experience to tell her that wasn't going to happen. So I didn't give her any advice. But. Stitcher Smart Radio has been pretty good to me, I think. And if I mean, you know, no nobody wants to have their shit get get out there and then get sold and make money off of it, but she asked me the same question too because whenever you're whenever you are putting a podcast on Stitcher, they they run some pretty crazy shit by you like, "Hey, you know, just so you know, we can do this and we can do this and blah yeah. blah blah." And it's it's kind of scary at first, but and at the end of the day, However, however you have to get your episodes out to just the most amount of people, that's really that's what you want to do. Right. Well, with us, the problem is, is that we're featuring other people's music. So I actually had to make an amendment to the Stitcher contract via email because it's in writing saying that the derivative works they used were only for commercials and that 
like they couldn't pick out a song that they liked and then take it for a Stitcher commercial, that it would only be a commercial for my podcast, like a little 30-second clip, mm-hmm. so that nobody nobody can take the songs. We don't offer derivative works of other people's music. I don't take the music and make CDs of it and give it to my friends. I don't do any of that. The music is just featured. You know, we're not selling anybody's music. I'm not giving anybody's music away. But Stitcher had that in there to where they could take your parts of your show and use them in commercials. But that that really was meant for your commercials. And it wasn't worded very right. It wasn't worded right. So I had to ask uh, Rachel from Stitcher to clarify that in writing and she did <laughs> you know she's like all oh, this pain in the ass fucking podcaster <laughs> oh i am and I, I don't know why she's like the head of marketing now and i still email her and you know she's so far above just handling my podcast problems but she does in in four minutes i get a return email saying i will be right on that jason <laughs> oh that's awesome dude it really is Oh shit! Yeah, no, I like Stitcher, um, and then also, I mean, I, I've I've actually just Googled podcast directories and any shady ass directory that I could find, I would upload the podcast to just whatever I can find, man. It's just like it's it belongs to everybody, you know? Right. Well, you have great podcast. You have great interviews. I I really like. I enjoy it. I'm not a real fan of your theme song. Yeah, I'm just gonna say that the bagpipes kind of rub me the wrong way. <laughs> oh no, dude. And That's... somebody somebody told me that people will only listen to the first 30 seconds of your podcast. So that's where you got to catch them. So maybe have... we'll work on that for you. <laughs> I have heard that, too. But I, I, I love the bagpipes, man. I don't know. That's our. <laughs> I, I have a vision, have a vision of just one day I'm going to I'm going to be walking out somewhere in a cape to that song. And it's going to be fucking amazing. I don't that know. That would be badass. Now, if it was live. You know, that would be great. It's it's like, yeah, it's like the, the marching of the whatever or something. It's just a it's just like a call, you know. Sure. Is that how the podcast started? For me, it was I want a podcast, I got my voice right, let's make a theme song and go from there. Is that how it started with you? Well, uh it I mean it was kind of I, I just get kind of like you, I get ideas and, and then they, I'm scatterbrained. So they just kind of move around and I have a tendency to, once I get an idea, I want to do everything right now. I want to like do all this shit and I want to like, Hey, let's print up some t-shirts too. And we can do this with the, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. So, so Ty and I, we were, we were getting really serious about doing it. And I just sat on GarageBand and I was like, okay, I'm just going to make a theme song and kind of see what I can come up with. Cool. And I just started playing sound bites and, I was like, oh, I like that, and hey, I like this bass line, and just throwing everything together, so that's kind of how that happened. Is that what that is? So you actually created it? Oh, yeah, I definitely. I created it all on GarageBand. I have a new respect for that, then. I apologize <laughs> for my previous statement. That's okay, man, and that's... I, I was like, I was trying to just find just kind of the, the weirdest type of music that still flowed together. Yeah. So I, I just, I pieced it all together even the even the little sheep in there, I pieced all that, all the sound effects. And then I was like, well, something that I could do to make this interesting is I will make several different types of of this song in all different genres. Yeah, right. So, you know, I have one that has like a Hawaiian ukulele sound. It's like you're on the beach. And then I did one like old English style with a harpsichord. And 
I heard that one. Yeah, it's uh, it's been pretty fun. I like that one actually. So okay. yeah, man. There we go. Theme theme song talk. So I did. There was a podcast called Five Decisions with Matt Paxton. I don't know if you've ever heard it. Uh, no, I haven't. And he was asking for theme songs. So I. That's when I came up with the idea. I don't remember. Know if you remember the song bumpers I made for you guys and some other podcasts. Oh, of course. Yeah, we still we actually still use the the bumpers. My my favorite one that you had was where you were in the uh, hot sun with the cocoa butter. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I made some for him and I got no response. And he was the out of the four podcasts I made them for, he was the only one that didn't respond. And I thought, are you that big, to where you can't just simply respond to somebody? Those are the guys I don't like. The guys that that think they're above all other podcasters. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's and you know there are actually more than you would imagine. For, yeah, for people that are just making this thing out of their house and trying to get people to listen to it, there are a fucking ton of of just like stuck up podcasters out there. Yeah, that really bugs me. I mean, he was on that show Hoarders, so he has some sort of fame. But other than that. It's really kind of a boring show. He spends the time hocking Amazon and asking people for money and telling them about their, his woes and stuff. I don't know. So was he a hoarder? He was on the show Hoarders? and He was a, the guy that cleaned the hoarder's house. Oh, okay. I was going to say, wow, that's that shouldn't be any type of good fame if you were a hoarder. <laughs> he was a hoarder cleaner, and I loved him on the show. And I think he's a great guy. I just I don't know why he thinks. I maybe he just got too wrapped up in, you know, busy. You know, he's got a lot of stuff going on at one time. We all do that and yeah. I shouldn't knock the guy. I don't know his life personally. I actually I actually knew some people that were on hoarders that were on the other opposite end. They were they were the actual hoarders, but Really? I mean, I didn't know them personally, but I'd seen them around town. Like I grew up in a in a small <laughs> I grew up in a small southern Illinois town and right? they were like always the the twin old sisters at Walmart that were, you know, like their their van was always really fucked up and had a bunch of trash in it, but you know, <laughs> and then my sister, she's like, hey, they're going to be on Hoarders. <laughs> let's watch. Let's watch. Yeah, that was like a year ago. I still have it on my DVR, dude. It's I can't. I just cannot delete it. Did you go to their house and like watch the crew? No, <laughs> no. Because that's the biggest fear of a hoarder is that the whole community is going to sit there and watch everything, and nobody ever does. <laughs> There's no big crowd going hoarder, go home, hoarder, go home. <laughs> Man, they had one of the worst to one of the worst hoarding problems ever. So, wow, it was crazy. I have respect for hoarders. They commit. You know what I mean? Anybody that commits is fine. Stand by your convictions. Do what you do and do it well. That's dude. You're right. I mean, they do. They commit so much that really they have no life outside of that commitment. Because that's right. I mean. Most people, okay, so people will tell you, man, I have no life. Like, what did you do? I just sat at home. These people can't even sit at home because it's full of shit. Right. They sit outside their home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got a couple. Uh, this is like a lightning round. A couple of questions for you that I, I want to throw out at you. Yes. And no. They came... 14 inches. <laughs> they what? Came... what? Okay. That was my second question. Let me just cross that one <laughs> off. All right. Okay. Um, this is from our crack research team that we have here at CSP. So we kind of dabbled around and came up with some questions for you. 
Sweet. Now, let me hit you with this one. When I say the phrase celebrity aging badly, all right? Sure. What's the first name that comes to mind? Lady Gaga. Really? Yeah, I hate her. But you think she's aging badly? Yeah. I mean, she didn't look like Hillary Clinton, and now she does. What would you say? I think Hillary's pretty hot, actually, dude. Sure. Okay. As long as, as long as she doesn't, <laughs> as long as she doesn't make it into the presidency, then I'm I'm fine with Hillary Clinton. Sure. Why not? Keep her away from there. I would have to say Robert Plant. Oh, is he a celebrity? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, he used to be, man. <laughs> have you seen him lately? Uh, no. Yeah, he's a uh, he's an old man. I mean, the rest of Led Zeppelin kind of kind of aged okay except for jimmy page he looks like a little you know like a little figurine like a asian figurine man that like your grandma would have the 90 year old guy with the black hair yes exactly yeah well robert plant is like the 90 year old lead singer that still has the long hair and he's still (laughs) he's still wearing the unbuttoned shirt with no shirt underneath and he's got like an old man belly and everything and it's just sad right now see here's my problem I had to pick a side, Pink Floyd or Led Zeppelin, when I was a kid. My buddy was a Led Zeppelin fan. I was a Pink Floyd fan. If you listen to Led Zeppelin, they're awesome, right? Mm -hmm. If you listen to them live, they suck balls. And that's my problem with Led Zeppelin. I couldn't agree more, actually. I mean, watching one of their live performances, it's nothing like their albums. but And even listening to the – well, one of their most famous, too, was How the West Was Won. And that was a that was a live album as well, and yeah, it was just not as good. Right, it's just not as good. But they're they're great talents, great musicians, great. You know, they know how to make the music and produce the music and have it sound epic. I'm not knocking that. It's just you're not all around performers. You know. Yep, absolutely. All right, let's see what else we have here. Um, would you say lone gunman or multiple shooters in the JFK assassination? Oh, it had to be multiple. Okay, good. There was right. Uh, triangular, right? Oh, well, yeah, dude, absolutely. I mean, if we're going to get into some JFK talk, we could do that too. Because All right. <laughs> and it wasn't Lee Harvey. It was not Lee Harvey Oswald. No, he, I, I fully believe that he was completely set up. No, totally, and he didn't realize it, and then he ran. Why would you run to the movies? Are you kidding me? Well, I mean, Godzilla's out now. I would run to the movies at this point. <laughs> You got a point there. Is that is that the movie you'd want to go see? Uh, right now, yeah, that's that's definitely the movie that I'd be hot for. What about Captain America? Is Captain America out now? I think so. Man, I don't even follow the the picture shows really that much anymore. Me neither. Is that sad? That's like a testament to how bad movies have become. It really is. Like I, I think me and Ty were talking about this on our last podcast. The last movie I saw in the theater. Oh shit! I can't even remember what it was at this point, but I know that it's it's easily been six months since I've been to the movies. Yeah, and I'm I'm not a dude that has like a lot of better things to do. <laughs> so the last movie I went and saw was the second Thor. Okay, and that's because I was on my second date with a girl, and I was trying to get some, and she thought Thor was hot, and I thought, hey, he'll get her worked up, but I literally paid no attention to the movie at all. Well, did it work out for you? Yeah, it actually did. Oh, Thank nice. you, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> but the last movie I actually saw in the theaters that I remember enjoying was The Matrix, the first one. Wow. 
you know, dude, okay. I have not seen The Matrix. I've not, I have not seen any of the, I believe there were three of them. Sure. Okay. I've not, not seen one of those. And there used to be a segment where we would, Ty would name a really famous classic movie. Okay. And chances are I hadn't seen it. And Ask me. Ask me that question. Well, okay. Let's say, uh, oh, man. Let's say Jaws. Oh, I saw it. I thought you were going to say Karate Kid. Never saw it. Okay. <laughs> I've never seen Karate Kid either. But any of the ones that you know, like that you've heard of from your childhood, I haven't seen any of those. And I'm a total movie guy. It's just, I don't know, man. I, I haven't gone back and watched any of them. Eraserhead? Now, I, yes, I have seen Eraserhead. But that one, there's more to it. You know, that one I feel like is is a deeper movie. Sure. Pink Flamingo? Yes, yes. Well, see, we're on the same page here then. But now you're not you're not talking about I don't think anybody off the street would would name those first. They would be like, you know, Star Wars. Ugh, I hated Star Wars. Well, I saw it when I was a kid and I loved it, but when it came back out into the theaters, I took a date there and we watched for literally 5 minutes and I looked at her and she said, "Can we go?" and I was like, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> I'm just not it, it, it's just bad. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, don't be sorry, man. I, I fully agree with you. I'm not a Star Wars kind of guy. Great story. It's just, uh, it just, it was just bad. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It's a, it's, it's a classic movie, right? Supposedly. But I'll take like uh, Vertigo by Alfred Hitchcock over that anytime. Oh yeah, hell yeah, dude. Now, I'm a Hitchcock guy, too. I, I own all the Hitchcock movies. He is one of my all-time favorites. Oh, there you go. I bought the box set. I don't own all the movies. Yeah, I've... Well, I spend way too much money on DVDs. That's, like, the thing that I do with my money. Oh, I used to. I used to buy one... I used to go to Best Buy every Tuesday because that's when the movies came out. Didn't really matter. It was just... You know, four movies came out. My buddy bought two. I'd buy two, and we'd go home and just watch them for the next week, you know? Man, you, you're going back a ways now whenever you would actually go to Best Buy to buy movies. I remember those days. Right? Man, you can't get anything at Best Buy. Like, <laughs> I mean, except for, like, you know, you can get some cool electronics, whatever. But as far as movies and music go, like, there's they have nothing anymore. Really? For the yeah, for the most part, I mean, th they'll have the new releases that come out. But if you're looking for a certain, a certain movie, chances are Best Buy's not going to have it. I remember when they used to have like twelve aisles dedicated to DVDs. Yeah, everything. Yeah, dude. No, not not anymore. Not at least not in not in the St. Louis market. And I would just go and buy like, hey, Clint Eastwood box set. I don't even know any Clint Eastwood movies, but I'm going to learn them. <laughs> yeah, I know Clint Eastwood, so I'm you know he must be doing something right. What a great. He, what he's made some great movies. I just watched uh what is that? Play, Something play about Misty the for me. Learning the curve maybe? Uh, I've not seen that one. Oh, well, see I have macular degeneration and it's about a scout that has macular degeneration and I was just like and it had Amy Adams in it. So, <laughs> you know, for me it had everything. For anybody else they'd be like, "Oh, great," you know. <laughs> Uh, I loved Play Misty for me. Have you seen that one? No. Yeah, that's uh, uh, Clint Eastwood plays a, a local disc jockey, and this lady calls in, and she's always asking for him to play the song Misty. Play Misty for me. And she becomes like an insane stalker, and she tries to kill Clint Eastwood because she's in love with him. 
I like that. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. What years? I mean, is that what decade? Uh, that is that is definitely like sleazy seventies kind of nice. exploitation type. Okay. So. See, I I had a I had a friend that you like the movies that you grew up with, right? Like eighties movies or seventies music movies, whatever you were a teenager and going to watch movies. That's like the style you like. Mm-hmm. So she liked the 70 movie, 70s movies, and I just think the filming is kind of, except for certain filmmakers like Stanley Kubrick or, you know, those, I just think it's kind of bad. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, for some people, that's what that's what kind of adds to the charm. Like, the film, the film is de- the filming is definitely subpar. But if you watch like some of Tarantino's movies, he's trying to he's trying to get that look back. Like he's trying to get that film. Like there will be a hair on the film, or it's got right. the crackly sound. Um, that's some people just find that really comforting, I guess. And it's you know I can kind of agree with that. It's definitely more of a more of a just something that you grew up with over quality. But it it's more about. Um, like nowadays conversations are edited to the least amount of words before they cut to the next scene. And those scenes would go on with some just horrible conversation, you know, and they would just go on far too long. Like you ever watch a Woody Allen movie, you're just like, come on, go to the next scene already, please. You know? So you, I'm guessing you probably haven't watched, have you seen talk radio, the Oliver Stone movie? I think I did. Yeah, you you probably wouldn't like that then because it's all it's super dialogue. Like that's just the whole the whole movie is like the dude sitting in the studio talking to callers. <laughs> <laughs> there is not a lot of plot development really, but okay. it's it's a pretty interesting flick to watch just to kind of see what happens and people hate this dude and like Nazis are calling in and it's a total like thriller. Oh, I like that. It's just when they're talking about stuff like, oh, how is your dress? Oh, my son looks great. It's just stuff that takes away from the movie, but it's just, you know, the filmmaker says, well, everybody has a normal conversation, right? And it's full of more than just the plot of the movie. And nowadays, that's just not it. Now it's just say what you have to say, move on to the next scene, throw some action in there, throw some nudity in there. Hey, we got a movie, you know? Oh, yeah. That's the way I would do a movie too, because that's I feel like that's what people want to see, man. You know, like people people are just stupid out there, you know, Jason, and yeah. <laughs> they just want to see explosions and boobies. I got the perfect idea for a movie. All right, it's called Bitch Fuck. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> There's two sets of staircases in a bar, right? Okay. Women walking down each one, they see each other. One says "bitch," and the other goes "fuck," and they just fight. For an hour and a half, no more dialogue. They just fight. And the fight gets bigger and bigger, gets out outside, more people fighting, guns, violence, but they're still fighting all the way to the end. And then what happens? Sequel. Oh, so the... <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting like a giant like plot point and then like credits, but you're already thinking sequel before you even finish the first one, man. I like the way you think, dude. Fade to black. While they're still fighting. That's I, it. I like the cut of your jib, man. Nice. I think it'll sell. <laughs> I would I would actually watch that. That's interesting. <laughs> Who wouldn't, right? Well, because it's basically what everybody wants in a movie, just two chicks fighting. Dude, well, I mean, I, I come up with I try to come up with ideas for like um like a cheesy 
80s slasher movie. Oh, I love it. And it would be about a dude that works in like a factory and, you know, he's he, everybody thinks he's he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. He's actually making weapons and he's murdering people. And then the title would be Tool and Die. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> tool and Die. I love yeah. it. My family comes from a big tool and die making, yep. you know, background. So, yeah, man, that's that's uh, that's still in the works, but <laughs> I like it. My 80s slash thrasher movie would be about rats coming up through the drain pipes. And when you're sitting on the toilet, they shoot up your ass and chew your insides out. Damn, dude. I don't have a title for it yet, though. Oh, man, I'm sure we could come up with a title for that. Right. But how scary is that? That's the great thing about horror movies is that when you leave, you're scared to shit like Psycho. You were scared to go in the shower. Mm hmm. You need something like that. Or maybe a monster that comes out at night and grabs your feet. God, that always freaks me out when I'm in bed. I'm like, something's just going to grab my feet. Yeah, dude. I w- I, it's already like I have thought of, of not necessarily rats, but something kind of coming out of the toilet. That's a, <laughs> that's a scary thought, man. It really is. Like a snake right? or something. Like it just You seem too vulnerable just sitting there on the right. toilet. So maybe a snake rat hybrid with a little alligator thrown in for the teeth. Oh my god, dude, that's nightmarish. It is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're we're both scatterbrained and we're just going from <laughs> idea to idea at this point. Sure. I mean you come up with a why haven't they made a pickle chip yet? They have. They have? They, is it shaped like a pickle? No, no. no it's gotta be shaped like a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> or, a, or a tortilla chip that tastes like peanut butter so you can put it on your peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Now, that's silly. That's a silly that, thought. That's just silly, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, what a, what a time, man. Do you realize, Jason, that we've been talking for an hour? I didn't realize that. I'm sorry. I'll let you go. No. Have a great day. Oh, my God. I think I just, I think I just made you angry at me. Coming up next on Complete Podcast. <laughs> Is another podcast than this one. <laughs> Time has flown by here, man. I can't. I can't imagine. Um, awesome. But yeah, dude. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I would really like to do this again sometime if you're up for it. Sure, anytime. And definitely check check these guys out on Twitter. Um, what, and your website is just jarcodes.com. Yep. If you search the interweb. You can search jar codes and you'll find us on Twitter, SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, and all the rest. And all the rest of them. Or you can search the unsigned countdown and you can also find us anywhere. And I love what you guys are doing out there. Like I said, I think it's so awesome anytime that you just kind of, you sort of build a platform that you can talk on and become a voice of the voiceless. That's really what, you know, what we're all trying to do, but you guys are doing it. And I think that's cool. I couldn't do it without Tony and Nicole and Adam and Jacob and Johan. They're really, they're really the greatest. It is. It's awesome to have a team like that, man. That's, that's why you guys are like super more professional than we are because it's me and Ty and that's, that's it. And we have Rodrigo popping in every now and then, but he's hardly ever here. I was wondering if he was still there. He's been like calling out a lot lately and I don't know why he calls out. It's not like he's on the payroll or anything like, you know, he doesn't have to call in sick, but I'm just going to tell him, hey, you're using up all your sick hours and then see if he comes in. I had such a man crush on Rodrigo. 
I know several people that did. And I don't know why. I think he's, I he's think hot. He's, I think he's kind of a jackass, but, you know, I don't know, man. I think maybe I'm going to have to do a little soul searching. Maybe that's why he's been just not showing up as much lately. Yeah, me wants a bigger part of the show. Well, I'm going to have to work on that. I'm going to have to see what we can do or <laughs> pull a couple strings, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this next list, July 20th, we're going to do a live feed with Rocky and Brent. It's a reunion. You guys were with us this time last year and that's why i created this list was specifically because you and tony had a great punk conversation and i really wanted to get the music so that you would be inspired by it and yeah dude he he knew a lot of the same bands we were into a lot of the same bands because i was a huge like punk guy growing up that was that was my genre so looking looking forward to talking to you guys again and just looking forward to being a part of the show yeah definitely like you being a part of the show All right, then. So, yeah, we're going to do that. And uh, thanks again, Jason. And uh, check out Jar Codes. And check out the rest of this podcast when we get back from this break. When Cutie Katie makes a scene, she wears a smile brush three ways clean. Cleaner breath, cleaner face, cleaner feet, three ways clean is Colgate When handsome Harry joins the session, he makes a real cool three-way impression. In your mouth, trouble can start with Kraft food particles that attract decay bacteria, producing decay acids. Colgate with activated Gardol foams as you brush, helps foam away food, decay bacteria, and decay acids. Regular Colgate brushing for most people instantly helps stop bad breath that starts in the mouth. I had the Colgate girl and boy. Brush three ways clean to both enjoy. Cleaner breath, cleaner taste, cleaner feet. Well, guys, we did it. We can uh, mark this in the notebook as another episode that we made it through. Wow, I learned a lot, man. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I, I sure hope so. Oh, wow. This has been a long one for me, guys. I'm, I'm trying to get through it, but I'm so happy that we could do this in Florida because that's, that's what's so special about this episode is I've been in a hotel room in Florida. So... I don't know if it's been worth it to stay up this long, but, you know, hey man, I'm in Florida, so fuck it. I'm going to uh, do some fun stuff and go to a theme park later in the week, and it's going to be awesome. But yeah, oh, thank you so much, Jason, for for calling in and being part of this show, man. Um, And for anyone that hasn't checked out the episodes that I've been on his show, do so. Um, I was on one of his episodes um, just recently by the time this podcast comes out. So check that out. And uh, you can you can get all of your information from them um, on Twitter at JarCodes. So check them out. And if my mom is listening right now, I'm sure she's saying to herself, Hey, Rocky, come on, I'm not on Twitter because I, I don't know how it works, you know? Like most moms don't know how Twitter works. So that's cool. If, if you're a mom and you don't know how Twitter works, you can also go to www.jarcodes.com. 
And they also upload to SoundCloud at soundcloud.com forward slash jar codes. So check out what they're doing. They're definitely cut from the same cloth. They're just an awesome indie podcast that's making it happen. And they are shouting out all of these awesome independent bands. So you know, however, however into indie music you can be, there's always going to be music that you haven't heard. So check them out, guys. They're doing they're doing a great thing, and I, I love what they do. So thanks again, Jason, for coming on. And you know what? I think I'm going to wrap this episode up. I think I'm going to get some sleep. You know, I'm probably actually at nine o'clock, which is still a few hours from now. They're gonna. It's gonna be the uh, the new episode of that Amish show on TLC. You know, the Amish show, the the one I'm talking about. You guys probably know which one I'm talking about because I don't know what it's called, but it's the new one today. So I'm, I might have to stay up and watch that too because uh, I'm in Florida and I don't have a DVR. So um, if any of you guys would like a postcard from Florida, just you know, fucking. Um, Hit me up on Twitter, give me your address, and I'll send you one. Um, Love you guys all. Be nice to each other. And on the next episode, Ty will be here. So that's going to be awesome. We're doing it all over again on the next episode, guys. All right. Get some sleep like me. Love you. Peace.